This week, three sides of the coin. Again, it's the two that hold the fort down. And this week, flying by the seat of our pants, it's a best and worst of makeup, non-makeup. And a whole uh, lot of fun. Whole, it is good discussion. I think you can play along with this one. Best and worst, costumes, stage, and music video. This is a fun episode. This is Three Sides of the Coin, talking all things KISS. I want to rock and roll all night. You're listening to Three Sides of the Coin. Want to get your official Three Sides of the Coin logo and shocker tee? Now you can. We ship worldwide. Get yours online at shop.threesidesofthecoin.com. everybody welcome back to another episode of three sides of the coin somehow it's always the two of us at the end isn't it we're the last two standing it's all every week it's us last week or the week before i don't know what what, what you're talking about i mean ed, ed i mean is, is, is ed even still even remotely involved in this who's podcast this, who's this ed you talk of he used to have a job here of reading Hello. comments <laughs> and and then then we fired him from reading comments and now he's been gone for like six months didn't you fire somebody else i can't remember yeah who ralph fired. who ralph dr fuck but somehow he, he got back last week and now now i look like an asshole oh boy <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. oh god no last week's episode with ralph what a ride if you haven't watched it um, you guys need to check it out. Ralph is, uh, you know, just a good friend, great discussions, and he can, uh, he can take the heat and give it out as well as we can. So it was, a, it was a, it was a very fun episode and a lot of people seem to be excited that he's back, but seriously, I don't know. Does that mean he's got to come back more often is the, we fired Ralph bit done now people it was a on, we've been beaten we've been beating bits into the ground for the last seven years who fucking cares <laughs> exactly <laughs> we've been beating this show into the ground for 10 years <laughs> you're still talking about kiss jesus it's 10 years and you haven't stopped talking about these guys i know i know, I know really um anyway no it was and 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 seriously besides ralph just being there we had a good discussion i think about um the new off the record like you, you and I have chatted about a little bit. I mean, it's like, is this really an exciting well, new, you know what? new one that I, they found? Being that being I was a little under the weather last week, um, I, you know, I, I know personally that there was a couple of cities. One of them was Cleveland because I went to the show and Cleveland wasn't sold on the, that instant. I don't know why, um, but. I believe Cleveland was recorded. Well, that, you know, as, as I've said, one way or another, all these shows are recorded, if nothing to video, because the final video mix you see up on the big screens is all in addition to the raw video footage from every camera at a show. Well, but that final mix is dumped down to a tape. I, I, I distinctly remember one night, I've told this many times, on the Psycho Circus Tour at I don't know if it was Chicago or somewhere, literally a pallet, a giant wooden pallet. And it was probably three feet, four feet deep 
solid videotapes of show of of previous shows on the Psycho Circus tour. It's there, people. All every I I would venture to say every single show for the last what thirty years. 20 years, 25 years at least is, since is, is on video at least. Yeah. At least since the reunion tour. Um, uh, I know that again, Cleveland wasn't part of, um, you know, the instant live. Um, Cause I remember I went to that show and I remember they didn't offer it. And I want to say like Madison square garden wasn't, and I know they recorded that one. So it's like, that was my only like look i i love that was a great tour i love and that I've tour sent, and i've uh you know that's something i gotta send you mike i don't know if I, did i ever send you my ultimate concert remember i told you i went to the recording studio with all my instant lives i made a, you know like a three hour long show with all the was, rare cuts well yeah it was everything for me yeah. it was every song that that era and i cheated a little bit because i used the uh the instant lives as, as long as they were making, like I went into the sonic boom over Europe and, you know, stuff like that. So it's pretty long. It's over 300, it's three hours long, I think three hour plus. And it's every song, at least, you know, obviously I made it. So it was a concert. I know I've sure. talked about the show before. Uh, you know, remind me, I'll send that to you. Tomorrow. Yeah. Everybody I've sent that to just like fucking freaks out. It's so cool because you don't, it sounds like a regular concert. You know, right. There's no, you know, I, I edited it with my buddy Joe and uh, we did it. So it was like they only referenced Detroit, but obviously they didn't play three and a half hours in Detroit, sure. you know, but it, it it's just a fun listen. It's funny. Whenever I travel, I, I listen to that show, you know, if I got a long day or whatever. Right. Um, yeah, it, it really is really, really cool. But anyways, the, the, I guess that's my point. Um there's other recordings that they could have used other than that one. It kind of puzzles me why they did that, you know, uh, and I'm not even going to get into the myriad of the thousands and thousands of other shows they could have picked from. Um, I'm looking at just some, you know, stuff over here that um, I, I, you know, I'll, I'll just throw it out there. Uh, I've got the, the, and it's, it's out on bootleg. Um, the, uh, the Tulsa 75, but I, yep. I have, yeah, I have, I, that's a great soundboard. I have the actual cassette that came out of the board. I bought that from, he's passed away now. So I, uh, here it is. <laughs> right. This is the, every copy came from this. I don't know if you can see it. Wow. Um, this, I bought this from JR. I had this thing years before. Uh, and if you can't see it real well, cause I'm, you know, I, if I turn on my overhead light, it's like super bright. It's it's got the Tulsa date, and it says uh, it says Hot Sam, who was the soundboard guy, right, on it, and uh, it says Kiss Tulsa on the other side. C can you see that? A little bit, barely. It's a little yeah. dark. Anyways, this is the master cassette of uh, of that show. Um, and again, you can that shows on YouTube. But my point is what a that would be a fucking oh yeah i mean that's the whole point show. there there's so much other stuff out there but even yeah if they were going to stick to the rock the nation tour uh, yeah, why, give us one that wasn't that wasn't released why yeah give us something that we don't already have on dvd 
Yeah, I mean, again, too, that was released officially on, you know, Instant Live. I mean, what? Yeah, I don't know. I, I was just really perplexed by that. I, I, I will tell you in full disclosure, I've seen the list and I'm not going to go into anything. I, you know, I know the ones that are coming up and, um, you know, uh, I'm excited for them. I mean, it's still just cool. But this one, this one I knew was going to, you know, kind of polarize some folks. Again, it's a great show. It's a great oh, no, show. It's a great show. It's a great tour. It just didn't, like we talked about last week, this second release just didn't have the impact and the wow the first one did. Oh, yeah, the wow. Wow, I mean, look, wow. You know, yeah, Eric Singer wild. and, and Ace Fraley. Grant, granted, that show has been out on YouTube forever, but still, that was the wow. There, there was really no wow to this second release. It was just sort of like, huh, okay. I'll, I'll get it because I want I want to support this series and I want it to continue. But yeah, there was just no wow to this one. Yeah, I, again, it's good, solid, you know, good stuff. Great show. I, I look, I'll, I'll say this, and I I I preach this loud and proud. This era of the band starting then, you know, in two thousand four, oh, solid fucking a. Uh, you want to talk about bringing it every single night, mm-hmm. Tommy and Eric, just, you know, take it and just kick it up a fucking notch. Yeah. These are great shows. And again, that, that kind of goes back to what I said. I loved it so much. I mean, I made a fucking mix of the entire tour. Um, tour. I loved it that much, you know? Um, but that's kind of what I'm talking about. Now, keep in mind, you know, I did that. 20 years ago just because it, it meant a lot to me and i i was fucking cool you know what i mean so um that's pretty genuine i i love this era i always have they they bring it every night um but at the same time like i said you know i hope they reach back to a um and don't get me wrong guys they they are reaching back um and i you know i didn't, didn't have any saying any of this but you know i did see the list and yeah, I mean, stuff to be excited about for sure. You know, I, I also wish they kind of would have switched the order up a little bit. I guess I can, without giving away the ghost, I can say that. I thought this was a, like you just said, Michael, I thought this was a poor example. Excuse me. It shouldn't have been, this shouldn't have been the second. They, that, that, that's exactly my feeling. It's like, okay, this is a brand new series. The first release was good, was solid. Yes. But, but you really, you haven't established the off the soundboard series as a home run yet within the fan community. And I feel like the first maybe three releases need to be pow, pow, pow. And then if you needed to come down a little bit, like with this release, you could, because now people are like, yeah, they got the goods. They've delivered the goods. This isn't this second release. Let's be honest. Isn't delivering the goods. It's it's a good show. It's a great performance. But, you know, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, since the reunion tour happened, every Kiss fan is like, how come we don't have a live album from the reunion tour? How come we don't have a live album of Tiger Stadium or any show on the reunion tour? I mean, that's the kind of pow 
the punch that I think needs to happen within the first three releases. And then you can sort of let your guard down a little bit, so to speak, moving forward. Don't get me wrong. I, you know, I still want something from that tour on vinyl. Because I, I want something from every tour, you know what I mean? Or every era. Mm-hmm. Um, but keep in mind, uh, you know, of the official releases, you know, um, we got the, uh, the the live in Vegas. You know what I mean? Yep. And let's not shit anybody. The, the Dubai things heavily, you know, we got perfect soundboard of that. Um, I, again, I, I, I would have went with some me personally. I would have went with something different. And I yeah. think most fans would have wanted something different. And I will tell you, I, I've been very happy. You know, I don't read a ton of boards and I don't read a ton. I usually obviously just stick to ours, but people seem, you know, happy that, you know, oh, they've got something coming out. Yeah, I, I think people are going to get behind and support it. I just feel like the the excitement level isn't quite what it was with the first release. That That first one's just fucking awesome just because. You know, that lineup was short-lived. Such a short-lived lineup, such a fun lineup, such and a solid lineup. So ass, it re- it really did. I mean, it it was it was a perfect quiet kind of rarity show. It yes. was a very rare event. And you know, when you set up that as the first release, you kind of think the second one's gonna have something cool like that going too. And this one is just like well, now this really doesn't. It doesn't go, you know, it, it, it granted the Rock the Nation tour, you know, they always pulled one or two deep, deep cuts out at every city. But even this show it's that they picked doesn't feel like they went super deep. So it's just like, okay, it, it's cool. It's a live kiss show. I'm happy about that. It could have just been a little bit more. That's all. I mean, I, and, and as I said, I'm buying it. I'm going to support it because I want, I want this to continue. I'm with you. Um, you know, also touching on on another subject from uh, from last week, uh, we've seen the Judas Priest camp reverse re- reverse gears right away within 24 hours. They changed their mind on that one. Yeah, that was. Um, that that was interesting that they you know did they they caved to public opinion maybe i don't know well you know obviously let's you know let's not fool one another they if they weren't going to use uh what's his now a sneak hey, um, andy andy, andy who's who does an incredible job mm-hmm. i mean incredible job um but if they're not going to use him, there's that guy. What's his name? Ken something. Ken Downing. What's it? What's his name again? Yeah, KK's out there, and he would. I think he'd make a whole lot of Judas Priest fans happy. But but um, you know, and 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 here's maybe what it also came down to: if they were really going to go out as a four piece, but they wanted to keep the sound, does that mean they would have had a tape? for the right. fifth track you know and does that open up they already took this much heat getting rid of a guitarist and going to a four piece and then if it comes out that they're the the fifth guitarist is a track now holy crap 
<laughs> well, look, I mean, uh, you know, I, I brought it up here before. It's no secret. Um, just so you guys know, all the all those guys who pick on Kiss because they play to a track, so does Judas Priest. Um, all you have to do is witness Painkiller. You know, um, I, I'll go no further than that. Um, but guys, it's just how shows are done now with the, the lights and everything. Yep. Um, but you know, Judas Priest's sound is a two guitar sound. I mean, even Kisses is the same, but more so with Priest because, um, you know, well, I tell you what, to, to people who are non musicians, um, you know, uh, Kiss doesn't do it a lot, but a great example is the two guitar harmonizing in Detroit Rock City that when the mm-hmm. second guitar comes, you know, that's not something one guitar player is going to, he's only going to be able to play one part and it won't sound right. Um, you know, the, Judas Priest does that a lot. I mean, they have a ton of songs um, that have the twin guitar harmonizing and stuff. You, and and you, you'll, you'll, you'll get this because you're a fan. And I, and, and I didn't, I don't know why I didn't bring it up last week with Ralph because he's also a fan. But Molly Hatchet was a three guitar band, people. Three yes. guitars. And now they are a one guitar band huge huge difference in the sound three guitars sounds like a i always describe it to some people as as a freaking freight train building up steam just plowing through it's just guitar 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 i mean it's just an incredible sound because very few bands do that three guitar sound like that and now when you got one guitar, you there's just no way you can do it anymore. I mean, to me personally, that would uh, that was the the perfect example of you just can't cut it. I mean, the songs, yeah, you're still playing flirting with disaster, but it it doesn't have the same energy impact. It doesn't kick you in the balls like it does with multiple guitars. So yeah, I, I to your point. I don't know how Judas Priest thought they were going to pull that off. Yeah. Um, I, when I, when I saw that, I was just like, you know, it, cause it'd be really look at, listen to it. There's a lot of classic two guitar bands. Um, you know, it's getting onto the Molly Hatchet thing. I cannot imagine Molly Hatchet with one guitar. <sighs> Matter of fact, I don't think there's a single original member left in that. No, touring, no, they're, they're, they're all, well, no, because literally every single original member of Molly Hatchet is now dead. Yeah, so there's not one. There's not one single. Me- nope. It's just that that name. It's something they can put on the state fair. And look, I'm not putting that down. I love those songs. I'll go see it if I, you know, for a couple bucks or whatever to sit and have a beer and listen to those classic songs. Because much like you, Michael, I'm a big fan. I love them. But I can't imagine that band of all bands to you know that would be like Thin Lizzy not having. You know, there's there's certain bands that just do harmonizing guitar. Yep. Iron Maiden's another great example. Yes, yes. With three guitars now, but but even you know even ACDC and Kiss, you know, you, you need the two guitars. You well, know, yeah, I mean, how, how, yeah, I mean, come on. Well, this is a Kiss podcast. Could Kiss exist as a one guitar band? You know, again, you could do it. It's sure. not good sound very good or not. I, I mean i i i remember when when let's put the x in sex came out 
and Paul didn't have his guitar in the video. Now, granted, it's still a, it's just a video, but that was sort of a, a jaw dropping moment because I was like, wait a second. Paul Stanley doesn't even have a he's not even faking like he's pretending to play a guitar like sometimes he does in his videos. He just had no guitar. I'm I think like, he brought that different. up in his I think he brought that up in his book too. That uh he was just he had just such a you know thumb in his nose at everything. I I want to remember that he was either in his book, I read that somewhere where um he was talking about uh talking about that. And by the way, guys, just I, I've been coughing all week, so my voice isn't it. Uh, Mark, isn't Mark's got his ultra sultry, sexy voice yeah, on. Yeah, it matches the uh, three sides after dark down here. So. <laughs> um, but but anyways, yeah, I mean, uh, I was really happy that that uh, you know that priest is going to go out. Uh, I just saw. I was lucky, you know. I saw them back in uh, I think November. Um, and as a matter of fact, it was like a week before uh, Richie had his heart issue. So, you know, um, I was very happy to, just to see that show. And uh, it was great, too. Um, and again, Andy is such an integral part of his, you know, his sound is great. And uh, really look at anybody who's a metal fan or likes the kind of music that, you know, most of us here on this show or and, and the people who watch the show firepower is just the shit man yeah that's a comeback album man yeah that is just a great great album so and if you you i tell you what you know it's one of those things if you haven't checked out and it came out a few years ago but just check out the title track firepower from judas priest you know hang on to your hats kids that's uh that's a that's a motivator i i i you know I love when bands like Priest, bands that have been around so long, come out with an album that you're just like, shit, they still got it. Because as we know, and no disrespect to any of these bands, most of them, when they release albums, the albums just don't live up to what they've been capable of doing in the past. We've talked about why that is. But that Judas Priest album was one of those where you're just like, oh. This is as classic as classic can be from Priest. They they still got it, and it still gives you faith that these bands. I mean, Cheap Trick's a great example. Cheap Trick yeah. is able to continue to deliver the goods. You know, if if they're getting the right frame of mind with the right producers, the right team, it can happen. It can happen, and you know that's where you're like, okay, Judas Priest. If that was to be your last album, you're going out on a very high note with firepower as the last album. Yeah, it's great. They, you know, they still play a number of songs off of it at, during the shows too. So, you know, I, I'm a fan. I, I really, really, really enjoy the record. And I was happy to, you know, have that stuff included. And, and speaking of which um, it's really pricey. Um, but uh, man, that box set, they released a box set, uh, late last year in 2021 super expensive um i mean insane expensive it's 500 um had the entire catalog and when i say entire i mean i mean entire they even had this was cool i was happy they included the ripper albums which i think are really underrated i i think it's funny too because you go back to that time in the 90s um with them you know, after Rob left, I think they, oh, geez, 
let's face it too metal was in a horrible you know uh kind of a rut but i thought judas priest kind of overcompensated they kind of were trying to compete with the panteras and i thought that wasn't very smart um but some of those songs especially there's a song um i think it's off jug i think it's off jugular but uh, that bloodstained song i mean i would here's here's a she's super geeky so i i but i think some of the people who watch the show are going to get it i like that in iron maiden i like that bruce dickinson still sings a couple of the blaze areas blaze era songs um i think it's just really cool i wish rob would sing um bloodstained that's a ripper era but man it just it's such a great song you know i was I, i just thought it was cool you know so uh anyways that box set it's got a ton of great soundboard i think there's like 12 of them you know 12 tapes from their their archive um so was it super expensive yes but uh i will tell you i've, I've gotten through all them and mike you'd be happy to know there's a nice turbo era soundboard in there too <laughs> and uh incidentally enough that's the only one i haven't listened to yet um but uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, great stuff. All the live albums, all the singles, everything. Uh, they did a really nice job. Uh, gig posters. Uh, it's funny because even all the you know autographs and everything. And yeah, it was a that was a really good box. So uh, I'm hoping uh, I'm hoping uh, for New Priest, which I guess is supposed to be out this year, and looking forward to them. You know, coming across the pond again. So yep. We'll, yep. we'll see what happens. Um, so since our guest had to reschedule due to technical issues, which, you know, the technical issues used to be all on Mark and this guy doesn't have technical issues anymore. We Don't really can't, we can't, we can't, bucks. we can't make you the butt of the jokes anymore. I mean, the kiss router really is, is it's not a router, Mike. It's a router. It, it's a router. It's a kiss router. <laughs> By the way, Alex says, uh, Alex says hi, because he texted me during the, uh, I said, Alex, we're recording three sides. So he said to say hi. So hey, Alex. I guess it's just you. Um, so digging into just kind of lost topic ideas, I threw this one out. Mark said, sure, let's do it. So we're going to do, I don't know how you would describe this. Best and worst from makeup and no makeup. So we're going to start with like costume album and stage, and then we'll see how long we can go. And like from a costume standpoint, what was their best costume and what was their worst costume from the makeup era and the non-makeup era? What was the best album and the worst album from the makeup era and what was the best and worst album from the non-makeup era does that make sense to everybody we're winging it anyway it, we're, we're, wing, we're gonna, winging it and, and mark's gonna, gonna mark, break these rules yeah i was gonna say mark's gonna change the rules right out of the box so yeah. let's start with costume the best makeup era costume and the best non-makeup era costume Okay. Or look, I guess, for the non-makeup. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, obviously, we can't do a round table, so you start. 
so obviously we're not going to go individual. No, no. I, I would just say for era. that. Yeah. For, the for that era. Yeah. Um, I don't you get rock and roll over. And when I, when I say rock and roll over instead of destroyer, I, I think they refined everything to perfection on, you know, if you, you look at uh, Japan 77, that to me is such a special look. Um, and I, I, I'm hoping Mike agrees with me here. Um, Non-makeup era, I, I think you can't touch revenge. They just, they look the biz, you know, they, so. I would say best makeup era costume creatures. That was my, that was my close. I, I almost went with that. Yeah, because I almost went destroyer rock and roll over because that is such classic. But when I, when I just follow my gut, it's creatures, even though. You know, depends on whether you look at it as a creatures with Ace or creatures with Vinny. The Ace costume, yeah, didn't mean much in the creatures era because it was the elder carryover. But the other three guys were just, in my opinion, perfection. Gene's costume, still to this day, Gene's creatures era costume, in my opinion, is his best costume ever. With the spikes, the spiked boots have to be there because he was I, I i don't know i'm just so over bat wings and demon wings and 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 horns and all that it's like i felt i've said this before i felt like in creatures he he wasn't playing a demon he was playing a like a warrior like an evil viking warrior or somebody that like you would see in conan the barbarian and I tell you what, don't downplay uh, Mr. Vincent either. He looked great. He looked he looked much better than Ace's costume. And as we know, Vinny's costume was basically a bunch of Ace pieces refabricated to to fit. He looked great. He looked awesome. That that lineup with Vinny looked great. That creatures admit, tour book is perfect. I, I get a little bummed when Paul I, I, Paul really. I mean, I think just because of the personality thing. <laughs> excuse me I'm still having bronchial issues but i i think uh i think paul again because of personality issues doesn't give him himself enough credit because i think in a lot of ways i know he did Vinny's makeup or the, the design but it, the, that character worked man i i just thought it it looked badass um, I thought Vin, hey, that's another thing too. I, I hate when I, when I go and I read these things and they're like, oh, we, we didn't look good. And he didn't move out. No, he, I thought Vinny moved really good on creatures. I, I, I like that. He was kind of stoic and he walked crowd. You know what I mean? He had his, yeah. you know, what was nice about Vinny then he didn't try to mimic ACE in any way. Yes. Very true. He, he made his own way. And I, to be fair so did eric carr you know eric carr didn't do any mannerisms that that were like peter at all he you know i get that that's funny because i was thinking about today um that site that we're not allowed to mention um had some pictures um 
because I think uh, today the anniversary of Creatures, can't remember the city. Anyways, posted some pictures. And I'm like, God damn, they look fucking great. I was so happy that I got to fucking see that tour. And it's still burned in my, as I've said many times, you know, that was the best Kiss show I ever saw. And I saw them in the 70s. I mean, this, this was, you know, just, there was just something about that tour. Um, well, I know what it is. You know, that's what that's what it was. Um, when I was looking at the site we shall not mention, um, I will. I was looking at the pictures and I'm like, they had the production there, but with the original hunger. Yes, that 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 it, that's the big thing that was back on Creatures was there was so much we are kicking your fucking ass attitude coming out of every single one of those guys. And honestly, more so Gene than anyone else. Yeah, I mean, Gene, Gene was just Gene made up for whatever you know. If you've talked, you've ever talked about sports analogies where like one guy may be having an off day, but the other, you know, his wingman or whatever line mate. Gene was pulling it all game. for the team. Yeah, Gene was no. I remember sitting there, oh, motherfucker. I think he's gonna come out and eat us. I, mean, I know. He, it was great. Yes, he was out to kill. So, so the creature's costume, and then I agree with you. Non-makeup, it's revenge. No, no question. Revenge. They, they, it, it took them all of the '80s to finally come together with what works and looks and. Hey, surprise, surprise. It actually is back to black leather, which is what you guys started with. And, you know, the fact that Gene was had the goatee, you know, it, it, it was an era where things changed dramatically. I mean, again, when Eric Singer came in the band, if you weren't there, he was blonde hair. That was a that was a moment where I remember looking at going. Holy crap, they didn't make Eric dye his hair. Prior to this, everybody in the band basically dyed hair. It was always going to be black hair band members. All of a sudden, here's Eric. You can be a blonde. And I'm like, wow, that's different. And Gene, facial hair, a goatee. Whoa, that's different. Like, I remember, because there was a ton of Kiss Expos around that time when I remember... I, my phone, I was on the phone. It's funny, Liz jokes about this. This is obviously before the internet or whatever. I, I would sometimes be on the phone for three, four hours a night. And I remember when the, uh, the unholy video came out, everyone was just saying, they're back, baby. Yep. They're, you know, there was no bullshit in that. And uh Wow, you know, you're right. Yeah, I remember Eric's hair flying, the blonde hair, da, 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 yep. you know, that was like, you know, everything looked great. I mean, Paul looked great. The leather jet, Bruce even finally yeah. looked like a heavy metal guitarist in Kiss come the revenge era. I think every era before that, he sort of was still trying to fit in and feel part of it, but it's just like, everything in the revenge and i just went I, I right up there I'm, I, there's a there's a poster of uh, the uh, revenge era 
and Bruce has got the chain mail arms. Yep. yep. You know, on that jacket. And that was just something like, yeah, that I, I always love that. Look. I just, I think we all wish we could have gotten a few more years out of the revenge era kiss because it, the music came together, the staging came together, the look and feel came together. Everything came together at that point in time. And then as we know, boom, you know, music, music taste changed and then the reunion came back. So um, yeah, creatures and revenge for me. Um, let's, let's go to stage best makeup era stage and best non makeup era stage. And this can be loose as in just the physical stage, the stage show, you know, that it kind of encompasses all of that. Not set list, though. Correct, correct. Um, best makeup era stage. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Destroyer just because it was so short-lived. Um, I, I just wish there was more of it. But I got to admit, that was right. I, I'm also emotionally con connected to that because. You know, wait, wait a second. You know what? We didn't do worst costumes. We did best. See, I, I'm not even following our own rules. Yeah, because it doesn't matter. Well, let's, well, let's, right, let's, let's go back. Let's, let, let's back yeah. up real quick. Worst makeup era costume and worst non-makeup era costume. Oh, that's easy. Um, worst um, makeup era is the elder and i'm not even look that's a statement that's not an opinion they look terrible embarrassing um sorry you can write all the hate mail you want i don't care it is it's terrible um worst i gotta admit man um i hated what they did at lick it up where they started putting on rouge and all that other stuff they looked and then Gene was wearing a sweatshirt on stage, the uh, you know the tour sweatshirt. Just come on, dude. That put it this way. All right, I'm gonna get a lot of hate mail too. From lick it up. I, I will tell you, they, they kind of had redeemed themselves on Hot in the Shade, so it's got to just that era from from '84 through '87. It is just fucking embarrassing i i i will i will agree worse non-makeup was lick it up and 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 i think we can all agree to some extent that's because it was the first era without makeup so as much as paul was the most natural as a band they were still very lost without makeup and characters there i wish they would have wore what they wore on the cover yeah, I mean, and, and but you're right. I mean, the rouge, the the just, I I can't even you can't even just you know like at least on Animalize you can sit here and go well it kind of has that Mad Max feel to it. Lick it up didn't feel like anything other than they went to the local cheap rock star shop in town, and bought the same clothes that the unsigned bands are playing in on Sunset Strip, sort of thing. It was just, no, it, it it wasn't coming together. And you're, you're right, Gene, more than anything, Gene was just like a, a wet dog there. It's just like, what the hell is he trying to do? He doesn't know. That was 
that was tough because I remember, you know, I was heartbroken when they when they took the makeup off and and I but I liked look it up right out of the, the, the gate. I liked the record with a lot. And again, it's very much a sister record to creatures and a lot of similarities. Um, you know, I liked the record a lot, so that was that was cool, but I remember when I started getting like hit crater and circus and stuff, I'm like, they look horrible. They look horrible. Yeah. They, they, you know, as much as people joke about asylum era, that they look like they were drag Queens. I'm sorry. To some extent, lick it up was even more. So looking like street drag Queens is what they were looking like on, on the lick it up era. I'm just going to say rudderless. Well, that was the whole thing. That That was why I went with that one instead of crazy nights where they look, stupid too and asylum i thought they looked fucking retarded and, and by the way um you know to the to the thought police out there my intent when i say retarded is dumb okay so i don't even, oh, you can't use that word go fuck yourself i'll use whatever word i want to use so that that's the whole thing you know i just thought they, they look dumb yeah yeah and but but that at least their dumb had a fucking theme well that that's the whole point i i, I agree with you at least there was more of a band theme something they were trying to achieve lick it up it didn't feel like they were trying to achieve anything like you said first of all they did they looked great on the album cover but it was just plain street clothes mm-hmm. somebody must have said well, we can't go play on stage in street clothes well why can't you i mean your kiss you can do whatever you freaking want so then what what are they putting on i don't again you can't describe the theme of the lick it up stage clothes other than again, like they went to the rock star shop and bought the same crap you and I could buy, you know, Oh, let me get, let me get that, that sleeveless Japanese rising sun t-shirt. And I'm going to wear that. And the belt that wraps around your waist three times. And yeah, I'll get a bunch of, scarves and bandanas and i'll tie those around my elbows and knees it's like okay every unsigned band is doing that yeah they again you know like i said they were rudderless they look stupid moving forward but at least the stupidity had a theme at least at least the music of that album more than made up for it yes yes um worst makeup I, you know, part of me wants to say the elder, but I know as a fan, I was so intrigued and I absolutely was just mesmerized by the elder costumes. I got to say, to some extent, dynasty. Although I will say I do love Peter's full when he's got the lion heads and everything on. But the dynasty costumes were just sort of like, Okay, it's very Vegas act now. This is very much a Las Vegas showgirl act. And it started to lose the kiss feel for me. Look, just look at Gene and Paul's boots on the elder. That's all you need. That's it. I'll take Gene's elder boots over his tinfoil boots from Dynasty and Unmasked. And that is the incorrect answer, sir. But you're still, uh, you know, the circle gets the square. So, um, All right. So now, best makeup stage and best non-makeup stage. You I already said, said Destroyer. Destroyer. Um, just because it's just so, you know, the 
the original i'm going when i say destroyer i mean like the earliest days of the tour with the cloud and yes the, the, the very lightning. short run yes your destroyer tour that is bad ass um non-makeup stage oh boy Oh boy, there are so many shitty ones. What do I pick? Um, again, you know, I, I don't, <coughs> and no, it's not COVID. Um, it's, uh, oh boy, I'm, I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with Asylum. Um, really? Yeah, well, I'll tell you why. Asylum had those stupid wannabe dynasty things I, the logo was just too big no um, no we're talking best we're talking best oh, non-makeup best. stage best non-makeup okay best non-makeup uh, i'm i'm gonna go with revenge as well but that's that's just barely beaten on the shakes i really like that stage you know what mikey i'm gonna i'm gonna boy it's tough hold on let me by this much, I'm going to go hot in the shade. Hot in the shade. Sorry, hot in okay. the shade. Best non-made, but not by much because I love the revenge stage too. But Leon fucking ruled, man. That was uh, for for the for some people. Leon was the talking sphinx. Sphinx. So. Yep. Get it, um, Leon Sphinx. So. Leon Sphinx, as they call him. Yes. Best makeup stage. I gotta go with creatures, man. I I do. dynamite. You're not. Wrong. I I got to because it was just it was simple, but so goddamn powerful. It was a fucking whole stage was a goddamn tank. I mean, it was just. I don't know. It, You're not and, wrong. And and You're and it, wrong. and it was to me a, just a it was a good theme stage. So I gotta go with creatures for non makeup. You're right. It's it's like neck and neck between Hot in the Shade and Revenge. And I think I'm going to go if I went with emotion and goosebumps, it would be Hot in the Shade because we were so missing something like that. And when it happened, we all were just exploding. But I'm going with Revenge because I think Revenge had the best theme feel it, it everything about it it was it was a bit darker it felt a bit more kiss like it was you know ruins it was amp strewn on stage it was you know a statue of liberty that would then flip you off it was just like i felt like it was just a bit more theme oriented and a bit more kiss hot in the shade was great but i hot in the shade really for me was all about the the goosebumps of i stole your love being that first song and mike three wa words watching that logo rise i was just about to say the three words i want you yep that when fucking, when that freaking logo I didn't rose know that up was happening the first no, time i saw it either did I. I i went nuts although the logo looked terrible but i went fucking out of my mind when that happened i exactly i when i when because you know you you're sitting here going oh wow there's no there's no kiss logo in in the hot in the shade tour okay that's different it's a cool stage nothing wrong with leon very cool 
but by the end, you're, you you've come to accept the fact that there will be no KISS logo. And then all of a sudden, I want you, Leon is gone, and this freaking logo rises like a phoenix rising. It was just like, you know, KISS fans were going, that's my fucking band rising from the ashes. We are strong. We are alive. We're kicking ass, giving birth again. However you, I don't know, that was, that probably I would sit here and say in KISS concerts, of all the shows I've ever been to, greatest moment of a Kiss concert ever. Yeah, again, you're not wrong, man. That was that was. I'm telling you, that was every bit as special as anything in the '70s or or after that that moment in time. And again, thank God there was no fucking internet. because yeah, I, I I wouldn't have wanted that ruined. Yes, exactly. Or if I would have saw pictures of it, or you know what I mean. And I was like, holy fuck, when that thing came up, man, I was like. That was you a know. surprise. That was a yeah. that that was like the last real surprise. That moment, they they there was it was just like, fuck, you guys got us. You got us really good on that one. And every yeah. single show, yeah. yeah. But was- but but the stage for revenge just a little bit better for me. Um, okay, so worst makeup stage and worst non makeup stage. Like I said, worst makeup stage. Worst makeup stage. Okay, hold on. Um, so it's anytime they wore makeup? Anytime they wore makeup. Worst makeup stage reunion tour. I remember even Bill Coin saying to me, bah, he didn't like it. And, and it was funny, too, because that freaked me out when he said that to me. You know, um, I was like, well, I guess you're right. He's like, who comes out? They're standing on the stage. Well, who came up with that? You know, you know, and, and I'm like, you're right. There was really nothing. <coughs> was nothing to it. So, yeah, I think that was the most disappointing makeup era stage. Um, OK, so I guess. Uh, and then and then you said asylum for. For non-makeup. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and let me get into that just a little bit. At least on Crazy Nights, I like those stone things. You know, I thought that was, you know, wasn't Eric on like some stone? Matter of fact, uh, I think today is the anniversary of me seeing them in Detroit on the on, on that tour. Uh, one of our friends, Don, posted on, on our I saw Facebook. I saw that thread, yeah. Yeah, it was funny because I remember I was, I, I ended up, pinning i i would the reason i say it second row i had a really who i met at the show it's really petite pretty girl i was gonna say were you making out with anybody at the cre- no crazy i did but I, I i was like her uh her guardian for the show because i we were right up front i had my hands on the on the front you know on the barrier and they were pushing and she stood right in there and bruce was really playing to her and then i remember I said, I put my hand out and Bruce put a pick right in my hand. And the reason my hand was there, because I think Bruce saw that I was protecting her the whole show because it was getting crazy down there. Um, that was kind of cool too. Um, real quick. And I, and I, I, I mentioned this on, on the post, but I got there really early. Cause I was always, you know, I was also a kid. Um, I was hoping to try and sneak in, you know, 
trying to weasel my way in backstage, but I didn't, but we were, we were able to get by one of the doors and we couldn't see anything, but, um, they, I did hear all of soundcheck. They did love gun like six or seven times in a row. And it was just cool, you know, especially then, you know, I was like, you know, whatever. I don't know how old I was. I was in my twenties. Um, you know, it was just cool to hear sound check over and over and over. Yep. And, you know, we went with a, a group of people and we had really, really good seats. And like I said, I would, I had a great time. Like I said, I, I don't, you know, like I said, I met her at the show. It was kind of cool. Um, you know, hung out and I remember when I ate afterwards, it was just, it was just fun, man. That was, that was a good time. So my worst makeup stage, I got to agree with you, the reunion stage. It was just, I mean, let's be honest. What stage? There's nothing to that stage. There was nothing. And, and I don't consider a show that starts with amps laying flat and then rising up being stage. I mean, that was just like oh, stupid. I mean, for, for the KISS reunion, you and 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 after the the press conference where you know basically gene is hyping everything you loved about us in the 70s we're doing that we're bringing it back you know and i think we're all sitting here going the love gun stage that's (laughs) it they're rebuilding the love gun stage that'll be fucking cool rebuild it to 96 standards and then this is what we fucking got like you said they're just standing on stage. There's no stage other than that. This was fuck. What a letdown. Absolute, absolute letdown. That, you know, I've always said one thing I loved about Kiss is that each tour, they always talked about, they didn't worry about what the other bands were doing. They just competed with themselves in their last tour. Got to do better than the last Kiss tour. A freaking reunion tour didn't do better than any other kiss tour it was just a letdown um worst non-makeup um and and you know i will sit here and i thought the asylum stage was stupid lightning bolt stairs going to nowhere that you couldn't actually walk up anyway a ginormous kiss logo that kind of didn't look real anyway because they tried to fit you know back then it was square par lamps i mean you you it, it you had to kind of make it awkward crazy nights eh. um but i gotta go with the lick it up stage for one reason what the fuck man i just saw this stage a year earlier you didn't change anything other than take the makeup off what an, what an absolute letdown that was I would have almost preferred the reunion stage on the Lick It Up tour because it's like, okay, you're a new band, you're coming out, cutting all the fancy stuff out, just get up there and play on stage. But it's like, no, you just pulled out the same goddamn stage, which was awesome because you had makeup on, and now it's nowhere near as awesome because you took the makeup off. Well, the creature stage matched the the look of the band. Yep. yep, that's exactly it. Didn't didn't match that look that we both hate about Lick It Up. <laughs> yes. So that that to me that was that was bad. I I will I will add in a little caveat here. Like so, when the farewell tour started, 
the new farewell tour stage I thought was pretty freaking cool. It was the tears, you know, and stuff like that. But they ran that stage into the ground over the years, tour after tour. And that was one of the big reasons I stopped going to see them after I saw them in 2008. It was the last time I saw them because from the start of the farewell tour to 2008, they used that same stage. Now, yes, maybe they put video screens instead of amps and other things in there, but it was still the same goddamn thing. And I was just like, wow, this is getting really fucking lazy. Reusing the same stage over and over and over. So, but Sonic Boom, they came out with a totally new stage. I liked it. Yeah. So yeah, that, 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 that was, cool. that was good. That was refreshing that they finally. Then did the that. spider was after that, which was cool. Spider was fucking really cool. I thought that was, yeah. Yeah, that was original. That I, I even thought that the tour with Motley Crue with the, basically a giant video screen that went wall to wall, floor to ceiling behind them looked pretty cool when they would get some of these interesting video shots of the real guy and then a ginormous giant version of him right behind it. So there was some cool stuff there, but um, let's do one more round. Let's do one more. One more round. So I'll let you make the choice. Do we do album, album cover, or music video? Music video. Okay. So best music video makeup and non-makeup. Best music video. I'm you, you gotta go because it's a trio or a shot that way. The rock and roll over promo films. And but if I just had to pick one, um I really like that I want you video a lot. Although love them and leave them is great. And I, and I like how they did uh, hard luck woman too. Those three videos just, I just love the way those look, but I mean, that is one video. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. the, the three. Yep. Um, matter of fact, I, you know, where's Tommy when you need him, but I'm, I own the, the, whatever the master, one of the master canister reels of those. Um, which I can't nothing to play with, but um, uh, yeah, those th- are probably my favorite. I, I just love them because it just you know you could see they were just putting some money behind them, and you know it just yeah th- th- those are just great clips too. And, and again, you know it was nice having like love them and leave them, which you know why didn't they use calling Doctor Love? You know what I mean or a song they're gonna you know put a single out for, but boy jeans jumping up and down and the flames are going crazy yeah i really that's those are pretty special best non-makeup video oh geez those are easy there's two of them (laughs) they came out in what is that 89 (laughs) you you can take rock hard or no no best best oh best non best 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 non-makeup best non unholy I will say best makeup video. 
Shout it out loud from Tiger Stadium. I was there. I was watching them do it. And and I don't know, mainly because for me, every time that, that video starts, it's goosebumps. It's you wanted the best and the crowd noise. And I mean, that video, the way it was put together really captures the crazy excitement that was going on at that moment. Well, well, Michael, I just thought, you know, that that was shot the day before the show and the, the people that worked at tiger stadium, they're just getting sick of us fucking tards congregating. So they opened up the, the, the door and they let us, we couldn't enter the building. We could see the stage. I mean, it was way far away, but you know, and they're pumping the song, you know, over the, so I, you know, we, I, we spent like an hour and a half, two hours just watching them cut, start over again. And I just think, again, the way that video was edited and put together, it, it, it really captures what it felt like to be a kiss fan in 96. It was awesome. The, it was everything awesome. that you see in that, you know, Liz and I still talk about it. We went down there early that day and we we're passing out flyers for the Kiss Expo that my buddy was putting on and, and, you know, seeing, it was fun. That was another of those things. I remember like I had pen friends and also friends that um, I met at the Kiss Expos, you know, cause by that time, you know, we've been going to Kiss Expos for six, six, seven years. You know what I mean? Cause they started in like mm-hmm. nine, 89, 90. So I, you know, here's a bunch of my friends who I only saw when I went to New York, Cleveland, or they're all coming to my town, you know, and, you know, it was just kind of cool. I had some friends come over my house and see my collection and, um, you know, it was pretty fucking special. I was, uh, and, was and, and let's keep in mind 96, that's right when the internet first was really starting to come to be, I mean, it wasn't like it is now, but that's when I started my first kiss website. So that's when all of a sudden you were starting to not just feel the energy locally, but you could feel the energy that the kiss army was creating around the world. And it was, it was, it was, that was special. Um, Favorite non makeup video. That's tough for me because I do love a lot of them. Um, I'm going to go with. I just want to from revenge. I thought there was something really fucking cool about the stark white stage. Yeah, it it just it It worked. it, It worked because guess what it did? It drew all the attention on each one of those guys. And as we said earlier in the show, that revenge era look was perfect. So it's just like, I'm just sitting here studying the guitar that they're playing, the boots they're wearing, the pants, the shirt, the vest, everything. I think that worked good, but you know, there's, there's also a special excitement for the lick it up video. I mean, you know, it wasn't a bad video. I it wasn't it. a bad video, but, and, and to your point, Mark, timelines, everything. If you were a kiss fan back then to see that video, 
and to see these guys for the first time in a music video performing without makeup, that was pretty freaking special. Because I remember I was working in the bowling alley at that time. And, and like on Friday and Saturday nights after we were closed, but we were cleaning up for the next hour, we'd crank all the TVs in the bowling alley and put them on like some late night whether it was MTV or some local, you know, video show. And man, every time that lick it up video came on, it was just like, drop everything. It's like, just go watch that video again and again and again. So it's, it's special for that reason, for me, at least. Um, worst makeup video and worst non-makeup video. Worst makeup video? Now they have to be perfect. You know, this isn't can't be a TV appearance. No, no. This this is this is like uh, an MTV Actual, style yeah. video. Yeah, um, music video. All right. So I'm trying to take the song away from it and just say, you know, because I don't like Shandy, but it's actually a pretty cool video. Um, so best oh no we already did make them we're going for oh yeah hold on we're doing we're we're doing worst, worst makeup worst, yeah, worst non-makeup makeup. we're doing the worst now worst i'm gonna go with world without heroes just because it's because the album sucks well it's just <laughs> gene crying at the end and just i don't know it's just lame you know and it's funny too because now I think about it, you know what? You know what makeup video I actually liked a lot was Modern Day Delilah. I forgot all I was. Now I just started going in my head. I'm like, I should have got an honorable mention. I mean, it's a good one. I like that one a lot. Um, but yeah, worst makeup video, World Without Heroes. Okay, worst non-makeup. What? Where do I start? Um, worst non makeup why wow, there's so many to choose from um worse non-makeup because there's so many of them i don't want well i, I look worse non-makeup I, I again you got dice both of the songs off of uh um smashes smashes and thrashes everything from the song to the look just bows, but if I had to pick one, rock hard. Okay, horrible. Worst makeup video for me. It's been this way since it first appeared. Hands down, Psycho Circus. I kind of like that one because, it, and, and here's my my reasoning. If you're watching it in 3d it's kind of cool but if you're not watching it in 3d what the hell is he doing just like it it, it has no impact there was you know that video was literally all about 3d viewing of it that was it there was nothing else to that video other than 
let's you know remember back in the the 80s when there was like one year two years of 3d movies were all the hit and you'd go get the blue and red glasses and you know they the movie plot sucked it was just a bunch of bunch of scenes where it's like let me come and throw the spear throw the spear at you and a knife is coming at you and you're like okay but what's the plot here you're just it's effects psycho circus video was that to me if you watch psycho circus video i love the song absolutely love the song but if you just go watch that video on on youtube right now you're kind of just like what is this it's there's nothing to it i've, I've got it you know i one of the reasons it's endearing to me uh ian was six at the time and uh we just moved into this house and I remember I bought the video with the, remember it came with the glasses. Yep, it came with the glasses. And he liked the song a lot. And keep in mind, he was six. He'd come sit on my lap. We must have watched that thing a hundred times together. Well, you know, and, and that's a lot of what is important is what is your connection to that song or video that could make it good or bad? You know, I don't know. Just I had no connection other than it was a fun video to see in 3D, but not in 3D. There's nothing to it. There's no reason to watch that video, in my opinion. I, I still, you know what? It's here because they still use that graphic. They used it uh, on the on the ship too, um, and they still use it in concert. The beginning of that video with the curtain and the forehead. Yep. I, every time I see, oh, of course, I, again, I have an emotional connection to it, but. Every time I see that, when whenever I see it up on the screen, I get a big smile and my heart warms. I, I, I like, and then the curtain opens. I don't know. I just cool. And for me, worst non-makeup video. Well, he didn't do any videos off of Carnival of Souls. Um. I, I like the Crazy Nights videos, um, the Lick It Up videos, and the Animalized videos I got no issues with. Uh, Asylum, Tears Are Fallen I had no issues with. They did a video for uh, All Night, which was kind of uh, cringy. Cring it, it was bordering on pretty cringy. It was like what they're pushing beds i don't i don't remember that was oh, kind the thrills, of cringy. The thrill, thrills in the night is terrible well i wouldn't say it's terrible it's just a live it's just live action it's terrible it's, it's just it it's just live action um smash so hot it comes down to hot in the shade and smashes and forever it is it's good for what it is hide your heart yeah, nothing. Rise to it. We did a whole episode on what the hell were they thinking with that rise to it video. Yes. Um, I think it's going to come down to either rise to it or one of the smashes videos. And I might even go with rise to it because in my mind, the two videos off of smashes are almost like Phantom of the Park now. They're so bad, they're cult-worthy good, if that makes sense. <laughs> I mean, there's just so much wrong with 
both of those videos, the let's put the X in sex and chain Paul wearing chain mail and no guitar. And it, it's almost one of those things where you go back to it just to watch it because it is so damn bad. Of course, Cotton, my friend calls those hate watches. The yeah, exactly. Right, rise to it. I got to go with rise to it, even though at the moment there was something um, interesting about putting the makeup back on. But as we talked about in our what the hell were they thinking episode, when you really pay attention to that makeup scene, what the hell were they thinking? It was just a train wreck of broken costumes and ill-fitting pieces and bad wigs and Nothing about that was executed properly. It could have been really fucking cool. And it turned into an absolute train wreck. And, you know, the rest of the video, the live st stage performance, I think it was filmed at the country club. Who cares? I, I mean, visually hot in the shade. They 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 were starting to come together with a look, but they still didn't look like a rock band, in my opinion. It, it, it was like part of them wanted to be rock stars and part, part, part of them just wanted to wear their street clothes. It's just like, no, you're lost. You're absolutely lost. Rudderless. So, rudderless. So I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with rise to it as as the worst non-makeup video you're not wrong again just bad that you know that whole thing just bugged me too I, again you know just go back to the song don't get me wrong bruce is a phenomenal guitar player but that that fake because i i love blues music what they were trying to do at the beginning is the for the lack of a better word the most soulless sounding sort of blues intro that i've ever heard about as believable as you know ricky rocket's fucking drumming ability it's just it's just terrible it's mm -hmm. just like there's just nothing to it it's paper thin it's just ugh. again other than the tour for hot in the shade hot in the shade was an absolute train wreck in my opinion the album horrible horrible album the look of the band was still was in in my opinion hot in the shades look was worse than all of the previous non-makeup looks that they had there was just nothing it was just like hey guys we need to get together and take some band photos but we don't want to spend any money on costumes yeah gene in that blue shirt that he wore for the next fucking five years continuously I, I, yeah it just and 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 kind of a foreshadowing in a few weeks we've got larry mazer coming back on the show. he's, he's he, he was on he was on years ago and we're gonna have him come on and i think we're gonna do a, a kind of a deep focus on revenge but we'll get him to comment a little bit about hot in the shade because he was there after hot in the shade got rolling and talk about a guy who managed kiss who's got pulls no punches man he says it like it fucking is mm -hmm. so yeah that was that hot in the shade era it didn't 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 work for me yep 
Um, you know, what would be a fun future episode? We'd have to plan this out. Was would and it would probably take a couple episodes to do, but almost a music video by music video commentary on official music videos that they've done. We could do two career. weeks in a row. We could do makeup ones yeah. one week or non-makeup ones. That'd be fun. I'd I'd and again, they have to be official ones, not like the. the yeah, it's not a it's not a T it's not a TV appearance. It's it's, Correct. I mean, and and let's be truly honest here. I mean, even this the the videos you liked from the makeup era videos you liked, those were not like official MTV music videos. Back in the day, bands would film like that a stage performance, and they'd send that overseas for their their appearances. Correct. But, or play them on Don Kirshner. Yeah, or play them on Don Kirshner. But I think for our rules, we'll 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 consider those. But yeah, it's not it's not like oh yeah, this was their appearance on the David Letterman show. No, that's not not an official. Well, let, let's yet. go. Let's go. There's the rock and roll night. Come on and love me thing. Mm-hmm. Right. That's like the very first one. Um, you can't use Paul Lynn. Nope. So then you got to go the rock and roll over ones. Um, there wasn't anything for Love Gun. Nothing that I'm aware of. The Alive 2, you could probably, because that was a good five-minute reel. The original uh, Alive 2. But let's... And it was, it was used for promotion, too. I was going to say, a, yeah, we got to make, we got to be careful. We don't want stuff that was filmed for basically like TV commercial use. But But that had a that had a purpose here there's an original you know long one so so i think you use that and then you got the two dynasty ones uh you have shandy you have one one once i and world without heroes yeah one once dynasty hit now we're into real music videos Yep. But anyways, yeah, we could we could come up with, could a, be fun. with a list. And even maybe since there's, you know, there's not a million of them, maybe put your top three best top three, you know, first. Yeah, yeah, let's let's do that with the uh I don't know. Something's telling me sometimes there's other people on the show. Yeah, if we got a few other people, I don't know. Maybe we get Ralph and Izzy to join you and me and do a round table with those two if if if, well, if he's not busy. Round. <laughs> <laughs> um all right so i yeah, think home, home homework for this week is pretty obvious take the questions we just ran through and you give us your best worst best worst costume best worst stage best worst music video makeup non-makeup and there's there's literally no right or wrong answers here i've, I've made that pretty obvious yeah, I mean, it's, it, you know, if 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 your first discovery of Kiss was let's put the X in sex, that's good for you. That's all that matters. We're not we're not going to judge you on it. So, um, I think that's obvious homework. Um, we will get our guest from this week rescheduled. He's somebody who has done a whole bunch of co-writing with Gene over the years on on quite a few Kiss albums. Um, that's it. Anything else kiss wise we need to talk about? There's no kiss news. No. Well, we're still, are they going to Australia? Cause that's the next step. I'm, I'm, if, if, if I were to put odds on it, 
I would say we're down to about a 40% chance that Australia is happening. Keep in mind, guys, if they do play Australia, the stage has got to move pretty much now or the next two weeks has got to be brought over there. I think I heard somebody in Australia correct me. Rod Stewart just postponed his tour of Australia to, to next year. And without getting into the politics of, of it all, Australia is handling things way different than here. Yeah, they're, they're, they're very tight in their life. It, it's crazy to think about this. A year ago, we were all sitting here going, yeah, basically touring the rest of the world is going to be a much easier proposition than touring the U.S. And here we are. Touring the U.S. now is pretty much an easy proposition. The Did you rest watch of the, the football w- games over the weekend. <laughs> the rest of the world, uh, uh-uh. I mean, there's countless bands that are postponing European tours that were supposed to happen this year to next year. Uh, it, it's, I, I don't have any insight other than what everybody sees, but I would put it at about a forty percent chance that Kiss is doing Australia. I might even put it at about a 50% chance that they're doing Europe. It's not, not anywhere near a slam dunk in my opinion. And then in May, they're supposed to be in Florida. We're still waiting to hear if they're going to make up the um, West Palm beach date. You know, it seems like playing the U S is the easy thing all of a sudden, <laughs> which is fine by me. Yeah. It's <laughs> just like, again, a year ago, we, we, Never, at least me, didn't think the U.S. was going to be the easy one. Every band was like, "Ah, right, let's get to Europe. We'll be able to tour in Europe. They're fine over there. Nope. Yeah. Not now. So, hey, it just goes to show people it's still a very fluid world we are living in. And you just got to, let's put it this way. If you're going to travel and book things, Take your emotions out of it and just think about it smart. It doesn't matter what you think should be happening, what should have happened. You can get those emotions out and just deal with the reality of, are you going to be able to fly somewhere? And then are you going to be able to do it without spending two weeks in quarantine? And can you get your money back if it all changes? So... fingers crossed fingers crossed we hope it happens um all right so if you're on youtube please subscribe if you're on spotify please follow subscribe on itunes we're everywhere you can find podcasts and that's it we'll see everybody next week so you love the show Go to itunes.threesidesofthecoin.com and leave your review and rating of Three Sides of the Coin. Thanks.